the whole day through my heart cries for you now since you have been gone this memory It's the House of Pride Show, live from San Francisco, coming at you in just two minutes with a full live show.
Alright, alright, House of Pride Radio jamming out with uh, I'm Coming Out, Diana Ross's uh, number one smash re- rehash, retake, remake with the Dirty Disco Remix. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. House of Pride Radio, another episode. I think there's somebody at the door. Uh, Phil, would you be kind enough to let let our next guest in over there. I think I locked it. Yeah. Um, wow, we have a room full of local luminaries today here on House of Pride Radio. I'm your host, Tweeka Turner, and I uh, am just going to go around the room really quick. I'm sure they have so much to tell us as we usher ourselves in to Pride season 2019. The uh, magical Kali Minono is with us. Hi! And... Miss Pujut. Palu. Palu. So I'm used to calling you Dom Cole. That's fine. You can call me Dom Cole. Welcome, the Dom, Palu. The, the Dom is misleading in, in his name, really. <laughs> the sub Cole. Cole. Uh, and then we also have Philip Lassiter. Philip Lassiter, that's me. Welcome, folks. Thank you. Um, so, uh, welcome to House of Pride. Thank you for joining us today. We have some more guests coming in. Folks, if anyone has a question for these great folks here who have done so much for our community, call us here at 415-724-4499. Uh, no, that's my phone. <laughs> that's my they can cell call phone. us on your cell phone. <laughs> you know, it'll reach phone us. Don't call on that number. Call us at 1-800-MMM. That's 1-800-MMM-H-M-M-M. I got to give Kylie the sound box. Um, it is 415-550-0511, 415-550-0511, House Pride Radio. <sighs> and for the next 10 minutes, you can have all of us for three easy payments of $19.99. <laughs> yes, di- direct deposit into Kylie's box. <laughs> That's too easy. Yeah. <laughs> like me. Well, welcome Army. everyone. Philip, yeah. I am. I, I invited you because I'm interested in hearing, and uh, you guys probably know a little bit about this, about the 2019 AIDS Walkathon. Yeah. Tell us about it. Okay. Well, it happens on uh, Sunday, July 14th. Um, I've participated several years in a row. Uh, for me, it's a really important way to show appreciation for the resources that helped me when I was newly diagnosed and learning how to manage life as an HIV positive man. So this is my way of just saying thank you to all the organizations um, that are funded by the walk. Um, I walk on Team Castro Country Club. The Castro Country Club is one of the organizations funded by the AIDS Walk, and uh, everything I make in donations, 80% of it goes to the Country Club, um, an indispensable resource uh, to the HIV community because for many people, when they test HIV positive, um, substance abuse such as alcohol or drugs is a contributing factor, so they need to learn how to manage that in addition to managing having HIV, and the Country Club is a really important resource for that, so I like to support it. Where does the uh, walk begin this year? Uh, I believe it's in Kennedy Meadow or something like that. It's, it's Golden Gate Park. Oh, okay. And um, how long is it? It's a 10K. That means 10 miles? No, six points something. <laughs> 10K six, means six, 10 inches. 10 kilometers, 10 inches. <laughs> six point something. Six what? Six point something miles. It's oh, okay. Ten, ten kilometers. Oh, okay. That's like from here. Where would you say that? Is? It's basically, it's kind of, a, it's around Golden Gate Park. What's well, half the park, right? In a loop. It's a big loop, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Big loop, folks. Big and loop. So how can we uh, donate uh, to the cause? You can donate by going to uh, SF, I mean, excuse me. 
yeah, sf.aidswalk.net. Uh, then there will be a button that says donate, and you can choose a recipient like me, Philip Lassiter, or you can choose a team like the Castro Country Club, or you can make a general donation using that link. Folks, why don't you be generous today and uh, call that, uh, go to that website right now and donate because they really do n rely on the kindness of strangers uh, to um, float this success. Yes. So, um, how many how many people have signed up? Do you think? Um, well, team oh, for the whole walk, I have no idea. Uh, it's lot. usually they're, well, they're like yeah, thousands uh, of people thousands that walk. Of people. Um, yeah. Team yeah. Castro Country Club, we have about fifty. Oh, 50. Oh, you guys. Wow. You really yeah. came together on it. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever done the walk, Kylie? I did. Well, last year I was a, uh, was it last year or the year before? I was a star, a star walker, which means I just. What does that mean? It means I raised a certain amount of money. But you know oh, me. I like. Where oh. is my soundboard? We need the claps. It means she got a little paper crown to wear. Right. I know. I got a paper crown. <laughs> Woo! Burger King. Um, no, but it's it's a lot. Of, it's it's a really great great way to have fun and give back. Um, and for those of us that just like don't stand a chance on AIDS life cycle, <laughs> right? It's like oh, no, I could the, participate or for those too. Of us who are just really that's intimidated by one, it, right? Yeah, that's, that's the, the, the across California bike ride. Those are like the people that just laugh at Fitbits. You know what I mean? Yes. Whereas me, I'm just like, I, do I have the motivation to get a Fitbit? I don't know. <laughs> But I do, I'd like, I love that you're supporting Castro Country Club because um, it really is, it, like, in the Castro, for the LGBTQ community, it really is so unique in being a warm and inviting space for Absolutely. those of us who are sober. I'm sober myself, and so yeah. there, you know, there really aren't many spaces to really feel connected to the community in the Castro, so... Support Castro Country Club. Yeah, it's, it's definitely it's, a safe haven. It's amazing space. It's been there for some time. It's been there since I believe 1983. I could be wrong about that, but it's 80 yeah. something, early 80s. And you know, folks, they um, you can be a friend of CCC. You don't have to be in the program. I'm not in the recovery program, but I go there often to support. I buy the cups sometimes. And they also, have coffee. Yeah, Pete's Coffee. Now they have Pete's Coffee, so you can come in. Anyone can come in, uh, and you can support that way too. Yeah. And then you don't you have like fundraisers? There are fundraisers throughout the year, um, some pretty big ones, and you can also sign up to be a monthly recurring donor. There's different. Uh, different tiers and uh the different tiers come with different um incentives you get a certain amount of free beverages uh Ooh. depending on what tier you're on there's there's one that's unlimited i'm not sure how much you have to donate to get to that one i think it's 100 bucks a month that's i mean that's not like i mean i'm a serious coffee drinker yeah. so that's very enticing yeah that's like a week's worth of, for you <laughs> like a, yeah like two afternoons you yeah. know and those coffees are expensive yeah they add up yeah are you a coffee drinker, uh, Cole? I do not drink coffee. I'm more. Of Are you sober? I'm not sober, but I'm not a drunk. <laughs> so I like that. It's very sassy. I'm not sober, but I'm not a drunk. Hashtag no judgment. <laughs> uh, have you ever considered doing a, like a, a walk or a bike-a-thon? Not a thon, but, but what is that one called? I wear it's thongs. Like yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> You're that's in good that's shape. usually all he wears, you know. <laughs> yes. I've thought about the AIDS life cycle. 
thought about it yeah overachiever well it is a wow what a trek those folks it's a huge commitment yeah Yeah. beyond just doing the ride there's so much more involved didn't majit nelson do that bikeathon last a couple years ago i know she's done it yeah um so she was i remember something about her you have to train before you do it a lot of training oh they train for months because you ride you ride from here to la so i mean it's very intense and you know there are a lot it's a lot a long distance and there are a lot of um steep inclines as well getting over the the mountains and the grapevine and all of that so yes uh, i couldn't do it i think that ship has sailed years ago (laughs) i know i could do it i'm just like i'm intimidated by all that goes along with it besides just the ride itself there's i mean there's all the preparation and then there's getting your bike back from la once you're down there and there's the flight and there's just so much more oh you fly back yeah so there's there's so much more than just doing the ride yeah involved with it well um to everyone who's involved in that organization, God bless you, because it is such a success each year, as well as the walk. Um, so just to reiterate, yes, support these amazing LGBTQ causes. Uh, it's a great way to uh, participate and raise money for many things. What is some, an example where the funds go to? Uh, I, I'm not sure for the AIDS Life Cycle, but for the AIDS Walk, um, mm-hmm. some of the organizations that are funded are the Castro Country Club that I talked about, yeah. um, Positive Resource Center, which provides like legal services and employment services to the HIV positive community um, project open hand which uh, supplies meals to needy people and those those are the few I can think of off the top of my head there's more it's also great because with the the AIDS walk you know they have they do major beneficiary uh, community grants and then they have um, I forget what they call it but like the walking team partners so uh, even if you don't get a large grant you your organization can sign up to have a walking team and benefit from the fundraisers that your walkers do so it's especially right. great i think for like smaller organizations I think you're talking about like so for example the team castro country club right we get 80 percent of every dollar we raise. correct yeah and then and that's outside of there's also a grant pool as well that organizations benefit from so it's just it's a great way again especially for smaller organizations that don't have a large staff yeah. to like really engage their volunteers and community and raise funds yeah. awesome folks once again the website is sf.aidswalk.net Slash Castro Country Club. You would have to search Castro Country Club. Oh, search. In the, in the, you'd have to select the uh, pick a team or donate to a team, and then you'd have to type in Castro Country Club, or you could type in Philip Lassiter, L A S I T E R. Yes, because you are participating in July, and I am. Uh, and a donation to me is the donation to Castro Country Club team. Do you have special shoes for the walk? I don't have. I have special shoes anyway because I have bad feet. But uh-huh. yeah, I just wear my regular special shoes for the walk. <laughs> they're not bad feet. They're just misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> Are they LED shoes? <laughs> Are they what? LED shoes. Are they what? The light up shoes, the, light the LED shoes. light up oh, shoes. Oh, no, I don't have light up shoes. <laughs> it's, it's a daytime, right? That you guys want? It is daytime. Okay, yeah. not like a night walk. Yeah. They do have a night walk. That would be fun. You might bump into a few things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or half the, half the walkers would disappear into the bushes halfway yeah. before. Yeah, take some breaks. <laughs> that's, just, that's called a throwback, you know? <laughs> that's the 69 marathon. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll take a short musical break and dedicate this song to all the folks participating. We'll be right back with more fun here on House Pride Radio.
to that wall. Wow. House of Pride Radio, your host, Tweaker Turner here. Wow, we have a room full of luminaries. It's so wonderful. We're hanging out with Kylie Minono today. Hi, girls. And, of course, we just uh, heard all about the uh, walk along with Philip Lassiter. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Uh, and um, we have two new folks here. <laughs> Please introduce yourselves. Hi, this is Kai Kai B. Michaels. Unbelievable. And... Introduce yourself again, because I forgot oh. how to pronounce your name. He messes the, the phrase. Palu. Palu. Ms. Palu. Okay, so Miss Palu, tell us, tell us how you came about uh, naming yourself that, and what does it mean? Miss <clears throat> Palu came from, I am a San Francisco native, born and raised in San Francisco, in the Bayview, and Palu is the street I was born on. Oh, and that's how they say they come up with the drag queen name, Kylie. You, yeah. you take the name of your street and, and your You're mother's maiden name. Or, uh, or your pet, dog's or first your, or name. Yeah. I didn't do that, so <laughs> I, I wouldn't know. I was kind of basic. You didn't grow up on, on Monono Street? <laughs> no, my name is my name is a is a little spinoff of, of the pop star Kylie Minogue. Your celebrity is so large now that 
um, I don't I don't even know how to say the the pop star's name anymore. Whenever I think of her, I just say Kylie Minogue. So so Min- Kylie Minogue is a spin-off of you now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, thank you. I, I it's funny. I mean, I certainly don't see She's myself like a moon that way. And you're like the planet. You know what's funny is when I was running for Grand Duchess, which is a, a charity title that's publicly elected in San Francisco. Her Aphrodite album had just come out, and so her flyer, her posters, and every were all over in big billboards. And one of our um, older Ducal members asked me, like, Kylie, how much did you spend on your campaign? You're like, you're everywhere. And I, like, at the time, I had just finished like plastering the Castro with like my really like at home print job of my own little eight and a half by 11 flyers. So I was just like, Oh, I didn't spend anything. And then I was at the bus stop later and realized, Oh, he thinks, (laughs) he thinks that Kylie Minogue is me. I love it. I say roll with it. I'm going to go live. Do you guys mind? mind. So Kylie, how is um, your weekly gig at Cron 4 going? (laughs) My what? Your weekly interview segment on the news. I saw you on the news recently. I'm making a joke. You, oh, you were you didn't see yourself, Kylie Minogue? Yeah, in drag. Oh, they. Girl, I saw you on like a Cron for or ABC News. I can't remember which. Are you talking one. about me or I? I'm confused. Yeah, like a couple. Did you guys see her on the news? They yeah. you were in like the the green drag outfit. Oh, that um. The thing at the... I know you're talking about... It was about. a fundraiser. Oh, the Academy, oh, the Academy of Friends. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, that's the you're joke. Like, like, how's your weekly segment going? Okay. <laughs> now I have to go look for it. I don't... I, you know, I'm so bad. Like They interviewed you. Oh, you didn't... They didn't tell you when to watch it or anything? Oh, I, they probably... You know, I'm pre-Alzheimer's, so they probably did, but I... Like, put a post-it on, on me. Like, that's how I remember, you know. <sighs> you looked gorgeous. Thank you. That was an under under the sea theme. So I was going for mermaid and like everybody was like, oh, you're Ursula. <laughs> Just like even when I'm not trying, people are like, you're Adele. So it's like whoever the whoever the fat girl is you, comparing me you to. You do a good Adele. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Though The other day I got out of the car and this guy was like, hi. I turned and I said, hello. I said, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were Eureka O'Hara. <laughs> it's like, how dare you? My eyebrows are pretty. <laughs> <laughs> well, all cameras turned when you were at the uh, Academy uh, Gala. It was what? All the cameras turned to you. Well, they uh, they like walk around and like interview a whole bunch of people. So yeah, I'm, I'm one of many. I'm one of many. I just fill up the room, literally. Um. That was weird. Did you hear that? Yeah, your phone was back talking. <laughs> okay. I'll just put it to sleep. Um, so, uh, wow, we have a bunch of performers in the room. Not you, Philip, Phil. as far as I know. Performers I, and Phil. Do you, do you perform, Phil? I do not perform. Do you perform privately? I, don't, I'm, I, I ad- admire every drag queen for having the courage to get up there and do what they do, because I could never do it. And it's just too much work. I'm too lazy. We also have Raza Vitale in the green room with her yes! DJ friend. What's your name? Roxwell, I've heard of you. Welcome in the green room. They'll be joining us a little bit lately. So, such a maybe some of the stardust rub off on you, Philip, and you'll start an act. Are you a private dancer at least? <laughs> I could be. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're making connections <laughs> for those big for the donations. bargain price of. 
<laughs> All you have to do is uh, make an offer. <laughs> right? Didn't I see you at grocery outlet? <laughs> Rainbow grocery. Uh, well, I want. Um, it would be great if uh, you guys tell us a little bit about your act. So, um, well, well, KK, you just walked in, so why don't you tell us about what can people expect from you when you're on stage? <laughs> well. Honestly, I try to make it so that you don't know what to expect when I get on stage. Um, although I feel like sometimes I get a little predictable. Um, I do a lot of cosplay numbers. I started actually as a cosplayer and then I went to drag. So um, I, I feel like I've merged that a lot with my drag. So a lot of times I'll do something super nerdy or uh, fun just because I can. <laughs> uh, I kind of shoehorned in a Powerpuff Girls number for a Spice Girls night. Um, <laughs> cool. Um, and I, I did a sci-fi night, so that's pretty open to, to cosplay um, at Mother. <laughs> Both of those shows were. But I also do um, a monthly show with my troupe Pastel Gore. Um, and that's with local fan favorites Erica Clash Cash, Cash Monet and Rock'em Sakura so we uh, someone has called us the Gore Four uh, <laughs> you, you guys really turn it out with the visuals uh, how would you describe that look I, I definitely consider it like alternative punk cosplay based may I ask what cosplay is Cosplay is, um, so if you go to a convention like a Comic-Con or an anime convention and you see folks dressed up as different characters, that's cosplay. Okay, it's like costume. <clears throat> costume. Okay. Yeah, costume play. Yeah, It's a Japanese word and they're, they're big on the, the smushing the words together to make a new word thing. <laughs> but yeah, I, um, you know, just do a lot of nerdy stuff. But I also um, really enjoy incorporating lots of political um, a lot of my political views into my acts. Um, a lot of times I'm just doing something to be really silly. I have a number where most of it's farts. Um, I'm very mature all the time, I promise. Are, are the farts at different volumes? <laughs> um, you know, different points in the song, different volumes. Uh, sometimes I chug Pepto-Bismol before I get started. It's great. How did you um, produce the fart sounds? Uh, YouTube, it's a beautiful place. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't use hers. That's a personal question. <laughs> that was not on the pre-approved question list. <laughs> well, I'm a drag queen. I'm working on a drag queen's budget, so I don't have, you know, enough money to afford a nice mic to really get the, the true tenor of my farts to translate. So, did did yeah. you did you try, like, with your laptop? Or <laughs> I should, actually, just to see what it sounds like. <laughs> Yeah. Well, do you know there's always <laughs> tonight or tomorrow so. <laughs> on your phone? You yeah. Um, so you're currently uh, working on um, in, on farts, performing <laughs> performing farts on stage, and on, um, how's that going? It's great. It's yeah. wonderful. People loving it? I think so. Actually, <laughs> I um, you know, I, I should uh, I should bring more of them into the world, honestly, because. Sometimes you just need a little bit of levity in your life, and you know, <laughs> oh my God, the mic actually literally fell, it like just... as if gravity had forced it. <laughs> like, well, the vibe was all the farting. Yes, yeah. these are the silent ones. You can't capture them. It's the subsonic <laughs> fart. It's like, did you feel that? Was that like a 3.0? Three point five. There's nothing like good guttural 
comedy on stage and I think just the segment of farts you know um, really go a long way do you, do you, of course are you um, playing music and lip syncing and all that yes definitely there's 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 music and there's dancing honestly my favorite thing is uh, subversion so like a lot of those numbers I try to look pretty <laughs> Um, because you know yeah and people than, don't expect it right, exactly you know, like a stealth yeah now, I'm curious, with the farts, like, which lips are you using to lip sync? A lady never tells. You, you just have to show up to uh, your next performance, which is where? My next performance will be this, or tomorrow, actually. Um, and that's at the stud. It will be for a Nick Cage versus Jeff Goldblum night, which it's, I'm super excited about things like this. I feel like this is why I love San Francisco drag. Because you can have a night full of Nicolas Cage and Jeff Goldblum numbers, and it's fine. It's just it's just another Thursday night in San Francisco. So come out to us tomorrow. Plug. Absolutely, and you do have a following. So folks, you heard it. Uh, people can go to uh, your website or yeah, Facebook or uh, Instagram. I post on both those things. And you spell your name in terms is K A I K A I. That's one word. Yeah. Yeah. Kai. Kai Kai B B E E Michaels. Mm -hmm. Where where did you, we were, we're asking everyone where they their drag name derived from? Right. Um, so my nickname growing up was Kai Kai. Um, it's short for Kaisha, just Aww. my first name. Um, yeah, and it was always a cute name that my mom called me. And then I realized once I became an adult and you know um, got more into the queer scene that a Kai Kai is when two drag queens have sex. So, of course, that had to be my drag did, name. Did Kylie tell you that? No, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's something you would, you know, teach someone. <laughs> I'm sure she has. It's certainly not hands-on. <laughs> yeah, chalkboard instructions. Uh, uh, that's fabulous. I had no idea. Love yeah. it. And yeah. um, the B sounds like a nice little... Uh, a nice little joinder, joinder name for Michaels. Um, Michaels is the name of, or the last name for my drag mother, uh, Angel Michaels. She's she's great. She San Jose. Is, yeah, she's a San Jose. She's a San Jose legend. Known her for many years. Yeah, uh, I think she's done drag for a good almost twenty years. Um, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. She has a great Tina Turner impersonation. Yes, she does. Definitely worth. And Eartha Kitt. <laughs> yes, yes, she does. Yeah. Um, also, I feel like uh, B is another nod to the political side of me, um, just because the bees are dying, and that really sucks, because they pollinate things that we used to eat. Um, so yeah, you know, a little, a little save the bees in there. I love it. A little, save the A little edgy. A <laughs> little edgy, Kylie. Yeah, I love that. Um, uh, okay, well, Miss Poyle. Um, Poyo. I mean, <laughs> Palo. 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 Sorry. She's known me for years and still cannot say it. Wow. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Palo. You're not the first one. We need to just like take her over to Palo Street. It's <laughs> <laughs> Palo. Yes, absolutely. Um, who have been some of your influences uh, in, in the genre of drag? In drag? Um. Well, let's let's um, expand that. It, overall, like who who influenced you to you know develop your act? 
developed my act. I would have to say my drag mom, Camille Toe, Brandon. She's your drag mom? Where? Oh, my God. Where have you been? She doesn't make it public. <laughs> <laughs> it's public. Where have you been, Tweeka? You should you, know this from Balance Wall. I know. I didn't know she was your drag mom. Oh, my God. Tweeka can't say Balance Wall. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> so like what's your name and what venue are you gonna be at I actually can say balance and I do know what it means what does it mean Kylie isn't like a swing or something right yeah. All right. that's why they had to swing there because it was like the swing or something yeah well that's fabulous I guess I should have known that you do like um, have long legs and, and kick like her yeah I don't do a lot of the splits and Things the, like her body. The twerking. And in yeah, fact, I can twerk, but, uh, but I can't do the splits yet. I'm don't you, aren't you um, a sash wearer for uh, the Miss Twerk pageant uh, 2018? No, oh. not me. I feel like you won that. I would like to win one. That would be if someone ever had one, you know, reach out to me on Facebook and I would definitely enter to Miss Twerk. You definitely can twerk. <laughs> would you agree? Kind and of. Pussy Pop. Yes, she can. What's pussy? Pop? Oh, I don't know that dance. Can I? Can we see that? Hold on. Let's put a song on. Oh no, we're not gonna do it here. It's not Wait. enough space. <laughs> come on, come on, just a little sample. Hold on. No, I can't. Oh, just in slow motion, show us what it looks like. Hold on. Slow motion, I'll probably look cuckoo. Once you know? upon a time. Okay. Show me the pussy. Pop. <laughs> <laughs> I can't just know. Why? It's basically when. We'll move the chair, girl. Move the chair. Yeah. <laughs> Is it like kind of like popping the front part out? No, it's kind of like I like lean on my back, get on my back, and like put my legs in there. Oh. Like pop my tuck. Well, not pop my tuck actually, but. Well, you're no- known around town for twerking it, so. Can we give a little bit of a twerk? Pussy popping, jumping on bar stool, bar on, tops. The camera's I can't. on here. Let me see that twerk. No. <laughs> I can't. Save that for when she's in full fame. Yeah. And you have to have some dollars to, to, to talk. You need to pay for it. Support local drag. <laughs> I have a dollar here. <laughs> um, I saw a picture of you twerking with the out of drag. You probably, I'm pretty sure there's some stuff in balance. Wow. You have a video, you sent me a video before. Yeah. You're great. Oh, thank you. I try. What's, what's coming down the, the road for you? <clears throat> I actually, I don't know if I can speak on it publicly yet but i have actually i want to get in trouble and then like okay bitch we counseling you not it's showing an, up it's, um it's an exclusive on Pride radio it's an event coming up for pride that's actually in the bayview someone reached out to me and was like oh i know you're i heard you're from the bayview would you like to do a pride event and i was like fuck yes like that's where i'm from so yeah let, let's do it so oh great i'm so that's so cool. Pay- Baby is going to have some kind of a function on that. Weekend. Yeah, it's um, I'm not sure on the details yet, yeah. but there is a pride event in the Bayview. I love it. At this, I guess it's some new bar. So Oh, a new bar and you'll be showcased there. I'll be there and I guess it's going to be like plastered on. They said billboards. So I'd like send pictures of me and all this good news. So I'm Which picture excited. did you send? Did you send a twerking picture? No, I actually sent the one that says, um, it says gay out of Bayview Hunters Point. And I'm like in drag because it's like I thought it would be, you know, it's going to be in Bayview. I'm from Bayview. So I had a picture of me in a shirt when I was in drag. So now quickly, which street did she grow up on, Tweeka? Um, Paju. <laughs> Paju. 
Paju is another local queen here in the city. <laughs> Palu. Palu. P-A-L-O-U. What does that even mean, Palu? Does it mean like kind of... Uh, you know pineapple in Indonesia I don't know but a lot of people always ask me is it short for pollution which I don't oh that's not I don't know it's kind of stupid but I mean it's just a street I never like really did the back history on it's exotic sounding don't you think Kylie it might be like a backstory on how... it sounds like the name of a street in the Bayview <laughs> how do you pronounce it Tweeka? Palu there you go there we go <laughs> Woo! thank you after all Somebody these years <laughs> Uh, these drag names. <laughs> the one I used to have trouble with, Aju. Do you know her? Aju. We do. Yeah. It's a dipping sauce. It's, well, I used to say Achu, like a sneeze. It, I just call her Pikachu. <laughs> oh, that's cute. But it's actually a French word. Yeah. Yeah, it's a dipping sauce. Dipping sauce. Uh, oh, Miss, uh, Miss DJ Freeze from Cleveland is saying hello. Hey. Hello, DJ Freeze? Yeah. D- Hel- Miss Freeze. I like Miss Freeze. It reminds me of ice cream, which is also frozen. You got ice cream on your mind, honey? I always have some sort of food product on my mind. I should have brought some. I was thinking I need to bring a snack. Next time. Next time. Kylie. Yeah, in this instance, the thought does not count. (laughs) You have been in the business some time. I I often like I think about this now and like to some of the queens that are starting I realize like I'm kind of getting to that San Francisco drag dinosaur status you know like it it's interesting to think about I've been doing it for almost ten years now yeah congratulations you know, ten for ten years that's like you know twenty five years in drag yeah like drag years. years are like dog years yeah exactly um, and here you are like at the top of your game so that's quite an accomplishment uh what would you say you bring to the drag table that other folks uh don't Uh, i mean i don't really know like what i don't really think about it like what other people don't bring because there's so many people that i think bring similar things i i really try to um be kind and um, just have a lot of fun, you know. I try to be um, a comedy queen. That's kind of my shtick because um, I don't dance. Uh, so that's, you know, a lot of the numbers right out the door there. So um, I kind of want to learn how to do splits, though, just because I figure, you know, like when all the girls are like pussy popping and twerking and all that and the splits <laughs> and all that, but then like the fat girl does a split, it's just like over. Do you know what I mean? Very true. When the, when the fat drag queens splits yeah the party's over yeah i don't know palu can you teach kylie how to split i'm still learning how to do the splits (laughs) i'm almost there i can like almost touch the ground what's up camille you need to teach her well camille was a cheerleader in high school i wasn't but i'm it's all about they say stretch stretch your legs stretch your legs stretch your legs remember um with all your bottoming like wouldn't you be stretched already (laughs) like you would think right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no I soak in vinegar after so. <laughs> you know who used to do the split good is Amelia Monroe oh yeah Amelia or Bridget, Bridget. Yeah. she goes by Bridget Wesley now but remember those splits I used to think she was going to kill herself like <laughs> oh you know what drives me like what is, just blows me is when the queens like jump off the stage That's, into a yes. split and I'm just like ah 
how can they not damage like Laganja <laughs> Stranja does that stuff I'm just like how is your body still and like you must have a very big doctor bill you know what I mean you know God bless them it's an amazing accomplishment I mean I it's always like a crowd pleaser mm-hmm. but yeah. uh um, yes, you're getting back to your persona on stage is amazing. You definitely have a knack for comedy, and you've done some really successful um, gigs at the Castro Country no Castro Country Club at the Castro Theater. I do, so I I do um, for all of Peach's Christ shows. I manage the um, pre-show um, charity raffle, um, which is great, and that usually benefits um, Shanti Project, which is one of Peach's and my favorite charities that supports uh, San Franciscans who have low income and also um, are struggling with um, illnesses or disabling conditions. So that's great. And then this year, um, the Harvey Milk Center for the Arts is trying to build a new block black box theater so this calendar year the funds are going towards that and then i've done a few of her shows um and i i think she mentioned maybe having me back to do another one soon so fingers crossed legs crossed tucks away tucks away yeah (laughs) now have the three of you worked together recently not recently but we've worked together we'll share yeah (laughs) sharing mics here i haven't worked with kai 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 but I've seen her perform. Yeah, and I and, think same. <laughs> and she's phenomenal. Me and Kylie Minona have done a few shows together in charity events. So, but hopefully we can. We should, yeah, we should, we should do something all together. That'd be great. Yeah, it's it's so hard to um, be able to collaborate with people because everyone's so busy. But I have definitely made it like one of my New Year's resolutions to like put myself out there more say hey let's work together let's you know put our brains together i think we should do like like something and call uh we four queens and the joke will just be that i ate the other one (laughs) that sounds interesting i'm down (laughs) it's just we three queens now yeah do that christmas time (laughs) you and i did a thing with uh um raquella we three queens was a fundraiser holiday the uh, cafe floor. Cafe floor, yeah. That was fun. We should now it's, I think, just called floor. Yeah. Things are always look out changing and closing. You know, we lost Divas, that establishment recently. That's San Francisco for you. It's one there one day, and the next it's sashayed away. Yeah. Well, let's take a short musical break, and when we come back, let's talk Pride events, Pride 2019 here in San Francisco. Coming up on June 29th, uh, 28th, 29th, just around the corner, and then we're going to bring in Roser and uh, Rockwell in as well. We'll be right back after this short musical break. Hello, I think I got it now.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, House of Pride Radio. Wow, the show. We just have a few minutes left, and uh, we're in Pride season. Kylie uh, has to go, so she's going to um, tell us about some of your upcoming events. Yes. So um, I'm really excited. Um, to be back with the San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus for their upcoming concert called Queens, uh, which is uh, honoring the 50 years anniversary of the Stonewall Riots, um, as well as celebrating our Compton Cafeteria Riots, which happened three years earlier here in San Francisco, um, and just all of the uh, civil rights activism that our community has been doing. And um, I'm really excited to be back with them. I got my start, actually. Kylie was born in a gay men's course retreat, like Donna Sachet. Um, and that's taking place on the 21st and 22nd of uh, June. Um, so go on to sfgmc.org to get your tickets. I'm that's like be, the beginning of the uh, draft, uh, the, the Pride. It's like, yeah, the, the, the weekend right before Pride weekend. So it's yeah. like the whole week. Uh, I'm calling it the Pride kickoff party. The Pride kickoff party. <laughs> And um, are these going to be songs tailored to those like kind of period the Stonewall kind of kind of riot so, songs? Or? It's going to be some older songs. Um, you know, we're going to be doing uh, some Sylvester as well as Andra Day. Um, I'm doing. Um, well, I won't tell you what I'm doing. You'll just have to You'll come You'll just have see. to come. Where, where do we get those tickets? SFGMC.org. And I will be singing live. Um, there's also going to be joined by uh, Sister Roma, Heclina, Donna Sachet, and Sister Phyllis with the Light of Day. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's going to be great. So come on out those to that. Those are some heavyweights, folks. You have to come on out and get uh, celebrate with Why us. Why do you look at me when you say heavyweights? <laughs> well, I'm hosting the show, so I'm looking at all the guests. <laughs> 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 Not just you. <laughs> but uh, And then the other thing that I'll I'll just share is that the first Sunday in um, July, um, Glitterella and I are starting a new monthly drag show at the Midnight Sun um, called Drag Addict that's really going to highlight um, all of the Bay Area's diversity in drag and burlesque, and it'll be the first Sunday of every month. So I hope folks will come out and party with us. Did you hear that, Raza? Bur- burlesque. Mm-hmm. Yes, Henny. Hello. Hi. But now I'm going to get out of this chair and, and let some other folks sit down. So thank you for We're having We're going to rotate me. chairs, folks. Raza's coming in with Roxwell, DJ Roxwell, in the house. In the building. Yeah. <laughs> Kylie, thank you so much. Let's have a nice round of applause for the one and only Kylie Minona. Thank you so much. I'm single. I like short romantic walks to the refrigerator. Thank you. <laughs> Charlie. Um, wow. Okay. So to, uh, on the t- uh, topic of pride, what are you guys up to? Oh. <coughs> well, I have that so far. I have that event in the Bayview. Um, that's in the, m- I think it's the weekend before pride. It's in my phone. Um, but I don't have anything else. But if y'all looking for some entertainment <laughs> for your corporate parties, if you want to get it turned up or whatever, you know, Facebook me and I'm down for the party. You are available <laughs> for hire. I am. Um, I suppose I'll be doing a bit with uh, the past, my Pastel Gore troupe. Um, our show is every third Thursday at Moby Dick. Oh, you've um, moved to Moby Dick now. moved to Moby, Moby That's Dick. That's a good space. It's, yeah, it's great. Um, they let us get away with a lot, which I really appreciate. Uh, sometimes we get a little messy. Um, but this next time, we're doing a really fun thing. We're going to do a Sandra Bullock night. Um, oh, 
Oh, that, geez, that just opens up your imagination to a lot of possibilities. Yeah, definitely. What, what are we going to do? We don't know. I don't know. I definitely don't know what I'm Oh, my God. Get, I hope there's know, like a gonna... bus crash scene. <laughs> yes. <laughs> definitely have to have some speed references, a little miscongeniality. I want to be a passenger in the bus, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we, we won't Can't, crash it. I want to be that lady. Isn't there like a bomb where the, the bomb goes off? Yeah. And she, I want to be that person that falls out of the bus. <laughs> you just want to be the bomb. <laughs> yeah, I'll be the bomb. You are the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're also going to take over uh, Glamour Morris Pillows later in the month on the 27th, which is, or on the 24th, which is a Monday night. Um, Where's, is that at uh, Moby Dick's? Too? That is at the Powerhouse. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Glamour Morris Pillows is super fun. It's every Monday and there's all sorts of different parties. We'll come and take it over or they'll just have fun themes. Um, yeah, that's a super fun uh, party, but the Sunday I will be at the Jewish Community Center of San Francisco. Say what? Yeah, they're doing their annual Pride event, and it's super cute. They have like a ton of kids running around. There's a little photo booth where they can get into a little kid drag and take pictures. It's adorable. I had no idea you were Jewish. <laughs> I know, me either. <laughs> <laughs> Until they invited her. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up near Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. That's my proximity. You know. <laughs> mm. Wow, this is great. You're so diverse. I love it. <laughs> um, those sound like great events. So, folks, to just uh, to reiterate, yeah, come on out and uh, support your local talent. Um, and uh, again, you can go to just your Twitter page and uh, Facebook, yeah, Facebook to find Facebook out the details. Yeah, Kai Kai B. Michaels. You heard it here, House of Pride Radio. Well, let's uh, welcome our new guest, uh, DJ Roxwell. And uh, yeah. Hey, hey. And Raza Italia. She's How y'all doing? fresh back from Mexico. Viva la Mexico. <laughs> are you high now? <laughs> yes, I am. Hello, how are you doing? Good. Yes. How are you? What, do you, what brings, are, are you guys collaborating on something? Always. Um, yeah. <laughs> what are you collaborating on? A uh, little some some you know. It's like you know she's a uh-huh. she's a dancer. I'm a DJ, so yeah. Putting some some parties together. Oh know, yeah. Formulating like, that. Yeah. Anything coming up this month? Next month? Possibly next month and the month after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's doing a tour, so we're getting that together. All right. Putting in those dates. Where are you performing next, Raza? Uh, I'm going to be at Skylark. It's uh, on 16th between Mission and Valencia. It's a variety show, burlesque show, drag show. Good stuff. Well, we were asking um, our guests today, how would you how would you describe your act? Like, what would your audience expect from you? So you um, go ahead and tell us, if you I don't mind. I think some high energy. There's variety. Um, mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. I do a lot of different kinds of stuff, so... It, I think it might be difficult to actually say what it will be that I do, but I, really? don't don't, I think my friends could describe that a little don't bit. Don't you do it like a sword dance? Mm-hmm. You could tell us about that. Oh, yeah. I do a sword dance. I uh, spin it around and balance it, and good times are good times. And what is the sword it. dance based on what tradition? Like, a, what, 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 are we, what genre are we talking? Um, well, I guess people do uh, sword dancing in belly dance. And the only thing I can say about that is I believe that it might be based on an Orientalist painting from some Europeans that painted. <clears throat> Orientalism is a, um, 
a time around the 1800s when Europeans traveled to the Middle East and they came back with drawings, illustrations, and paintings of what they saw in the Middle East. And this is one of the things that they saw. Um, and I believe it was like a way to, for the dancers to, to mock and mimic the um, warriors that were going to battle. And also, you know, make fun of them and have them laugh and have a good time, basically. It is a serious thing, though. It is a sword, so it could be. Who knows? It's like it's both. It has two different things going on. Mm-hmm. I'm putting this song on the creed. The mood for your sword dance. <laughs> <laughs> you did a sword dance here once, remember? I did, over here up on the little stage of Mutiny Radio. Mm-hmm. It's true. It was so fun. It happened right here on the past episode of House of Pride Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Uh, so your next gig at Skylark, is that going to be a sword dance or something else? Well, I just got back from Mexico, so it's going to be some Latino flavor, for sure. So bring your tacos. Bring your taco wasted. I would say bring plenty of pesos yeah. uh, and pesos, support pesos. our local talent. Pesos for tips. That's right. You were in Mexico for a couple months. Uh, mm-hmm. What was your motivation for going? I needed a break, man. This need to relax. This country's a little bit stressed out, and I needed to go somewhere where it's relaxing. The weather is good. The people are slower. Uh, there is a Caribbean. I mean, come on. <laughs> the Caribbean is like bathwater. It is amazing. Yes, compared to here, it's so mm-hmm. so much more uh, inviting. Mm-hmm. Yes, DJ Roxwell. Where do you spin? I spin all over the Bay Area, uh, various locations, uh, all over California and Nevada. And how would you describe your your DJ style, or did you? Does it depend on the the gig? Oh, most definitely. I know initially my thing was just hip hop and R and B, mainly hip hop. But then later on, it became uh, the the top forty, the you know the Latin. Like right now, my thing are a lot of Spanish songs out there that are real popular, like the reggaeton, the bachata, uh, cumbias things of that nature. And uh, right now I'm getting into a lot of, the last three years I've been getting into a lot of Deep House and Future House, some EDM. Not necessarily dubstep dubstep yet. Sorry, Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) 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 I know that's his thing. (laughs) That's okay. Uh, Anything going on for you next month during the Pride season? Uh, during Pride, I know I'll be in um, like Hayward and Mountain View actually during during that time. Doing Pride event or uh, it's gonna be uh, like some private events. So it's it's gonna be uh, actually uh, one is in Hayward and then Mountain View and then I go to Oakland. So it's like all during that weekend. How can folks uh, get in touch with you if they need a DJ for their event? Oh, most definitely. They can hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn as well. It's facebook.com backslash DJ Roxwell presents. There's instagram.com backslash Roxwell 007. That's spelled R-O-X-W-E-L-L 007. And then twitter.com backslash DJ Roxwell. 
Fabulous, fabulous. Ladies and gentlemen, it is 7 o'clock straight up. That means that our show is ending. And so how we'd like to end House of Pride Radio is to go around uh, to our guests. And each of you tell us, uh, Pearl Tease and I used to do this all the time, your last thoughts. Uh, so, Palu. <laughs> you said it correct. Thank you. Um, my last thoughts enjoy this month or enjoy in in may well and in we're almost enjoy, there yeah we're almost there two more days and um let pride just be our next month to be the a fabulous month for you amen i definitely echo those sentiments um this guy enjoy guy. your pride and please keep in mind all of the trans women that are in peril just for existing every day um, especially during this Pride Month, this Pride Month, because you know, Pride is because we have Black trans women and Latino trans women, and you know, drag queens that stood up against cops. And that's uh, Kai Kai B. Michaels. Thank you, DJ Roxwell. Uh, I have to say, uh, last words is life is what you make of it. You know, make the best of it in spite of the hard times. Uh, recently, Pitbull said something that was profound, and it really caught my ears uh, when he said that the more you enjoy life, the more life, you know, will, you know, that you have to embrace. All right. And Raza, last but not least. Um, yes, I echo those sentiments for sure. Yeah. Is that right? Can you add to it? Oh, yeah. But also, if you forget to enjoy life, just remember that life is short, so make sure you put some effort into it. Smile every day. Wake up with a smile. Wake up and say, thank goodness I'm here. I'm yes. blessed. There's always something that's going to happen that's stressed out in your life. You're going to feel stressed, but just let it go. That's my thing. Just let it all go. Let it all go and just let only the things in Bless you. that... Thank you. Bless you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here on House of Pride Radio, our fabulous guests. Next week, tune in. We're going to be having Galea on. That's amazing. And Brian Kent, Ciela Galvez, and Carissa Hatcher. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Let's get a nice round of Thanks applause. Thanks for having you. us. House of Pride Radio, folks. You're listening to us. Come on out. Next month is Pride 2019 in San Francisco, one of the best parties in the world. There's still time to come on and enjoy yourselves. We'll be back next week. House of Pride Radio.
P&M was the brand? P&M was the brand, Okay. we attached puke and moan to it, yeah. Okay, so good. Thought, yeah. That, that's great. See, there, yeah. there you go. And my mother brought, thought she had gotten something really special for Thanksgiving, and she brought it out and showed it to us like you know, a waiter shows at a table, you know, the fine wine. It was Mad Dog 2020. And, she, you know, we told her that that's what they drink under the bridge. Okay. And she was all humiliated. Oh, Okay. <laughs> So yeah, a lot of material to work with, and uh, you've got brands specifically, like, and, and you knew these brands as a kid. Yeah. And you weren't really drinking much yourself? Oh, I drank. Oh, you did too? Oh, I drank. Okay. Drank, 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 drank. Okay, so yeah. see, that that's also funny, and there's lots of things yeah, you can work with. Yeah, 30 years recovery now. Yeah, yeah, you've got a whole set right there. You can talk all <laughs> oh, about it. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, coping, um... Trying to having ADD and drinking is 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 a full time job. Yeah, because you lose everything anyway. If you if you're drinking, your keys and you know where your car's parked, and then you add to that. Okay, good. You got your <laughs> premise right walk there. Walk around um, like um, Winnie the Pooh most of the time with a bucket on my head. Yeah. <laughs> good. It's painful. See, you've already got funny material, and uh, you can tell your stories and interlace it with the theme. But it's kind of like the the best sets are are consistent, and they they explore a theme in detail, and it can be any theme. I mean, that's what's great about comedy. Um, you know, you could talk about anything from anal sex to the presidency. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah I've watched comics do that, and then they come full circle. Uh huh. Like they go up, they do. Yeah, that's skillful. Track. Yeah, and then they come all the way back, and you're just like, wow. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, you can have unrelated themes and somebody who's all over skillful. the place. It's it's still funny, but when you in, unite it all, it's really skillful. It's yeah, powerful. yeah, it is, yeah, and it's effective, went, and it makes you remember. Road with them, and then you're like, yeah, yeah. So it's like I've got a whole set about my RV, and you could do a whole set about you know your family background. You could pick any number of stories, but the 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 story has to be relevant. So don't go off on a tangent. Like pick something with a theme, and then you know introduce lots of punchlines along that theme. And how do you connect? 
with the with the audience or with the when I mean you're writing and you're thinking it's funny, but uh -huh. what what do you do so that you try and uh, with your presentation, you show them how it's funny. Like, if I talk kind of like this, and you know, do, do you think it might be f funny? I mean, no, there's no confidence behind yeah. it. Yeah. But if you're just telling the truth as you've experienced it, and like, this is how it is, you know, you play yourself, and you've already got a character. So you can exaggerate an aspect of your character yeah. on stage. Like, I'm an angry guy, so I could just like, and, and be bitchy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, that's not all I am, but that's one thing I could do, just do an angry kind of well, set. most comedians are angry, don't you think? Yeah, that's, it's true, especially in this day and age. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of styles, you know, just, uh, you've got a template here, and you can run with it. Yeah. So, um... And we can show you some mic technique, too, if you like. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. You're listening to MutinyRadio.fm. I'm David Stolowitz. I'm here with Christine Green. And uh, we're delving into the basics and the fundamentals. And I'm trying to make sure that I'm speaking the truth here. Because it is tricky to get it right. And there is a lot to remember sometimes. But, um, you know, it, it feels good with practice. It's like learning to drive a car. Let, let's give it a shot.
Okay, Christine, you're up. Go ahead and try. Okay. We can hear you loud and clear. Okay. How are you doing tonight? All right. Okay. Maybe call me crazy, but I'd like to know if anyone here has ever shared a story and the person says back to you, oh, yeah, 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 that happened to me. That happened to me, and they try and top your story, right? right? But you know inside your core that nobody can top your story, (laughs) right? So, for instance, you know, whether it's, you know, take last week, for example. I went to the ATM machine, all right? Got my money out, but I didn't take my money. It just the $400 sat inside the ATM machine, and I went home. So um, when I realized I didn't have the $400, I called the bank and sobbed, and they told me that um, they would refund the $400. So when I share that story, people, they'll start out like, oh, yeah, that happened to me. I wrote a check and put the wrong date on it. <laughs> I'm like, no. The next week... I was at the ATM machine, and I left $300 on it and walked away and went home. So um, then what the kind of response I get is just a really strange look back to me, kind of like really pretty, like I'm really pretty pathetic, okay? So I'm laughing, and I was laughing when I was talking with Wells Fargo. Guess who this is, you know? I have people following me now because they know that they can pick up a lot of money if they keep, keep, track, keep track of me. So when I think sometimes about the things I've lost, whether it's money, well, now I'm thinking about jewelry, you know. I called off work a while back, and in the middle of the night, I woke up, and I grabbed what I thought was, was two, two aspirin, and I took them, and here I realized at a very, very quick couple of minute, seconds passed that it was my pearl earrings from my wedding. So I could feel them in my throat. I'm gagging and, and feeling the pearl earrings, and my husband comes home. Well... I'm a B personality, he's an A personality. So he comes in and starts screaming, you gotta go to the hospital, you gotta go to the hospital, they're gonna get caught, those are your pearl earrings for your wedding. So we get in the car and we go to the hospital, but that's where I worked was the hospital. And I didn't want anybody to see me, all my, the people that I work with, so I was kind of hiding in the in the um, waiting room because I didn't want to explain to anybody that I had eaten my earrings. So, um, you know, I just can go on and on about things I've lost, you know, or just haven't attended to. I mean, we know how crazy it is to always, always be rushing. I'm always rushing. I came out of the room rushing. So my daughter, um, I'm taking her to daycare. Take, taking her to daycare, and everybody's waving to me while I'm in the car, and I'm waving back, 
And when we get in there, she says, guess what? My mom drove all the way here with my cereal on the roof. You know? So here I'm thinking the people are just friendly, right? I, I bend down to say goodbye to her, give her a hug. She, she's beer naked underneath her dress. I forgot to put underpants on her. Okay? So that's the kind of, you know, and that's a, that's a good day, you know? So um, I remember losing $500, you know? I was so panicky. I was so panicky about, you know, and then I went out into the parking lot and um, of course I always forget where I park my car, but I look up on the second level and if you couldn't believe it, there's an envelope there with five $100 bill, bills with tire marks all over them, you know? At this point, I just, you know, it's very nonchalant. Is this just all in a day's work? I just put the money together, put it in my, put it in my envelope, and, and, and walk away, you know? It's, uh, it's not easy being green, as I keep telling myself. <laughs> anyway, um, it's, a, it's a full-time job, just about every day. Um, I drove last week, I drove away with the uh, filling up my gas tank and I left it in the car, the, the, um, where you put in the gas, the nozzle. And the guy comes screaming out of the, this Chinese guy out of the, uh, it was his you know, gas station, lay down, yeah, because I'm dragging it all the way down the street, you know, the gas nozzle. Well, fortunately, you know, I have a sense of humor. I drove back in laughing, you know, he didn't see the humor. Um, but this is, these are some of the things that just, I, I, that I, you know, am very thankful that um, I do have a sense of humor because when I'm not laughing, I'm generally sobbing. <laughs> okay. Usually, you, you shake hands with other comedians. Either that, or this is the fifth bump. Fifth bump is good set, man. Shake hands is we're professionals. You can tell how professional by how strong the handshake is. Oh. <laughs> and then high five is that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's fine. That's our little Masonic codes. Yeah. <laughs> but so you want a handshake? Yeah, and that okay. was a good handshake. Yeah. yeah. Nice, okay. solid. I'd like yeah. doing business with you. It helps professionally. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that was about six minutes which is uh, like mixed mic standards a lot of times because uh, the musicians are fine artists, so they'll give you an extra minute. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. people like a skit like that. I mean, I didn't prepare anything. I just did that because like, yeah. I glanced at the list. Do people generally want prepare a sketch first, right? A set is what it's a called. Set. A sketch is when you're in a group making oh. like a skit. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I heard a, a good premise in there. You were talking about rushing. And rushing. you said, everybody's rushing these days. Or, I'm always rushing. I'm always, always rushing. rushing. Okay. That seems like a, a good unifying theme. Am I right? Oh, that's okay. good. Yeah. Yeah. So you could write the whole set around that theme. Okay. You could even just start, because right away that gets people's attention. Maybe I don't even need to bring the ADD into it. I just talk about rushing. I don't know. If it's relevant, you can talk about it. But also it's like you had a lot of different steps along that way. And, Things were a little out of order there. They were, oh yeah. But, um, you know, I heard a lot of good places where you could add in punchlines because you made setups. Yeah. 
you were t you you had like you know beliefs and thoughts you had and observations you can make all of those setups with punchlines you know so you you sprinkle the jokes in along the way and that way people continue listening because they're interested and enjoying it okay yeah i'm not sure i know how to do that yet but i mean yeah so you you've got a lot of stuff to work with it just needs a little structure that's all yeah yeah so just organize it that's all you have yeah. to do like you're writing an essay okay yeah so so i'm telling a story and i start into it and then you were saying about the joke when it comes to, to make it into a joke what do you mean kind of Okay, so let's say the pearl earrings or something. Oh yeah, okay. So tell me the, the pearl earring story real quick, just summarize it. Yeah. Um, I was home, called off work. I was sick. Mm-hmm. And I took the pearl earrings from my nightstand Two. and I ate them. And you ate them. Okay. That's and hilarious. Then, <laughs> and then my husband came home and he is hysterical anyway. That's Four. his personality. Okay. And he says I have to rush to the hospital. Five. But that's where I worked. Six. <laughs> you know, so I w was like hiding because I didn't want anybody to see me. Seven. I didn't want to tell anybody that I had eaten my pearl earrings. Yeah. Eight. That's eight steps. So it's like oh. you went from beginning to the end of the story. Eight opportunities for setups and punchlines. Okay. Yeah. What would that be? Like, what do you mean? Okay. So, like, what was one step along the way? You ate the earrings. Yeah, I ate the earrings. Okay. Now, why did you eat them? I thought they were aspirin. I thought they were aspirin. Okay. Yeah. And why are earrings like aspirin? They were white, white, white pearls. Mm -hmm. I didn't have my glasses on. That's why. Okay. Um, now, can you make a joke about the glasses? Or white pearls. <laughs> white pearls you could get dirty with. Yeah. That may not be your style. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I probably could say something funny. My my drawer where I keep my, you know, say say you keep your vibrator, your pearl earrings, and your and you read. Yeah. So go for funny. some wordplay. Like that. Yeah. So it's like um, you use keywords in the setup. Um, so let let's see. Uh, I went to eat my aspirin, but I ended up eating uh, my pearls instead. Okay. And people were like, "Why would you eat your pearls?" And now you give them a funny reason. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I think so I think. There's something there, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um. The ATM machine. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's see. The keywords we've got are, are pearls, aspirin, and uh, eating. So. And the prongs catching in my throat. Yeah. You know. The the ow. Oh. Wow. Okay. That's good. That, that's more details. Um, and what was that like? Can you make it like describe well, it? Well, yeah, because I was in front of the mirror when I took the, you know, I grabbed them and I went in the bathroom to get water. Uh -huh. And so I went, I never looked in my hand, you know, I just went, and I took the water and I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, Ugh, uh, like that, you know. Oh, wow. I realized, and I was afraid. You know. Good. So all these details are captivating me. You know, I, I'm spellbound. I'm enchanted. I want to hear the rest of the story. I'm going, ah, I'm reacting. That's yeah. good. 
and, and along the way just as i settled myself down saying i'd, I'd be all right like there, there's got to be some funny line where you confuse the the aspirin with the pearls yeah okay why is aspirin like pearls that's the connection round then just they're small they're like round that. and oh there's something here uh. <laughs> okay <laughs> pearls and aspirin a and they're both sold over the counter. They're yeah. the same size. Yeah. They're, they're, um, <laughs> here, well, they were for my wedding, maybe. The aspirin or the pearls? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm maybe that's the connection. The, per the pearls were my wedding for gift, you know. But maybe what I really needed was. <laughs> was aspirin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, more than aspirin. Okay. So I you can even bring your wedding in on the punchline. I mean, yeah. Okay. Kind of, yeah. Um, yeah. Xanax or something. Yeah. Okay. So th there's a joke you can make about your wedding. And, and that's why the pearls are like the aspirin. There's, there's something here. I, okay. I, I feel it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh. You're listening to MutinyRadio.fm. I'm David Stolowitz. Uh, we're getting sketchy here, working through the process of joke writing and uh, trying to figure out why aspirin is like pearls. <laughs> coded. <laughs> coded? They're both coded. I think pearls have a coating on them, and so does aspirin. Oh, oh like a aspirin. coating, yeah. Coating, yeah. All right. But, uh, that's not funny. They both taste like mucus? No, no. because aspirin doesn't really taste like mucus. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, just like make it like you're just talking it off, like oh, it was so easy to do, you know, just grabbing my yeah, pearls and eating yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. Um, I don't remember. No, I, I wasn't. I was. We've all I been there at some point, drinking. eating our oh. our jewelry. You know. <laughs> yeah. What next? Okay. okay. <laughs> What? Um, what do you eat next? Yeah. Um, Pick something silly. The chia pet. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, what you could do is you can write on this. You, you can just take the paper and the pen. You can make word maps and associations and just spill your mind out. You've already got a, a set of all that material on there. So just connect it using that theme and, and look for the, the keywords that you can screw around with. You know, pearls, aspirin, um, and also the verbs too, whatever you're saying, like eating. So, because all these words create expectations in people's heads when they hear them because people think, oh, I know already. You know, and then you shatter the expectation by playing a game and, and suddenly you give them something they weren't expecting. You surprise them. Okay. That's the joke. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's, yeah. Oh, I know what you're saying. Okay. So, uh, yeah, try uh, brainstorming on the pearls. See, see if you can, like, fill a few pieces of paper with it. You'll get something. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a lot of wordplay you could do there. Um, and then the other parts of your story too. So I, I counted like eight steps along the way and you can, you can do commentary along the way, you know, why you drink so much, uh, the situation with your husband, um, your wedding. This sounds like there's something there. And, uh, I have this funny story about going on a diet together with him. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, but that could be like a whole different set. So, so try. Yeah. I mean, unless they're, they're directly connected and there's a relevance, you know, that's something else for a different set. I and mean, you can write lots of different sets. I mean, some of them even play better in different venues, depending on the kind of crowd you've yeah. got. You know, there's clean sets, there's dirty sets. Some sets are good for, with musicians. Others are good with nerds, you know? <laughs> so it's cool. You, you've got a lot of freedom to write with it. So I, I just, I really want to get something with the pearls thing. It, it's going to haunt me. <laughs> I just, I'll fall asleep tonight and they'll be, ah, there's the punchline, you know? Yeah, your jeweler said take two of these and call me in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're starting to get a little bit of chuckling here. Yeah. There's something there. Yeah. And pearls also are, yeah, they're found. I have to think about that. Yeah. Yeah, pearls are like hardened mucus, aren't they? I think they, yeah, they, they're found right inside the, what, oyster? oyster? Yeah. Yeah. Clammy and slimy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, takes a while for them to mature into a pearl. Yeah. Okay. Did it take a while for you to mature into a pearl? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I would say a long while. It, it's expensive. A lot of other people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So sometimes mm -hmm. I do laugh too much at my own jokes, but what's that funny? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Then I I made a, a punchline. Yeah. Okay. So you, you kind of get how yeah, the process yeah, works? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You got okay. it. Yeah. All right. You want to? You laughed about that part with my daughter not having any underpants on. Good. Yeah. And with the, yeah. the breakfast on the roof. And yeah, so those kinds of things that have used to score me. Okay. <laughs> and there you go. You see, you've got the observations starting. <laughs> So you yeah. can you can see systematically what does and doesn't work, and, and it won't always well, work for maybe everyone. Maybe the one on that would be that I'm out there saying hello to people. Yeah. Thinking that they're being nice. Yeah. <laughs> and what are they yeah. really doing? Yeah, they're trying to warn me that I have oatmeal on the roof. Yeah. So. There you go. Is that's kind of what you mean? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. You made me laugh. Yeah. Oh, kind Ta-da. Okay. Yeah. So now you have some directions to go in. Okay. So. Yeah, you could take 5 to 20 and just write, and you could try again if you want. We'll be here till 5.30ish. Okay. Yeah, whatever okay. you want to do. Okay. Um, maybe just look through some things by myself. Okay. Then. All right. Yeah. Um, Faka, do you have anything you want to add? Um, right now. No? I'll do a set, though, in a little bit. Okay. All right, I'll, I'd like to hear that. Okay. Thank you, guys. I'll put on some more music.
Industries.
in this universe, we process time linearly forward. But outside of our space time, from what would be a fourth dimensional perspective, time wouldn't exist. Listen to MutinyRadio.fm. I'm David Stolowitz. Getting sketchy here with Faco and uh, Christine Green. Faco's going to do a set for us, you guys. It's going to be awesome. Epic. Legendary. Even for vegans. Check it out. All right. What's up, everybody at Mutiny Radio? Can you hear me? All right. Good. Okay. Uh, we were driving, and we we're uh, listening to Stephen Hawkins today, and uh, he died. Uh, was it last week? And uh, there's a fun thing he said uh, when he was 